I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. In today's message, I wish to discuss spiritual gifts. Not what they are, for there are lessons on those everywhere. Today's message is how to treat your gift. First off, we need to lay the groundwork. John 12, 25-26 Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care nothing for their life in this world will keep it for eternity. Anyone who wants to serve me must follow me, because my servants must be where I am. And the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Why I start here is because too many ask for guidance from humans and not from God. Do you ask your employer what your assigned task is, or do you ask other employees? These employees could be slackers and good for nothing, and they may take advantage of you. Who gets in trouble in this situation? The slacker or you? Odds are in favor, you. So why ask humans what God wishes for you to do with your spiritual gift? Humans, many of whom listen to false teachers and embrace false doctrine. You must treat your spiritual gift as you treat the Word of God. You must never take the Word of others when it comes to the Word of God. First, Thessalonians 5, 17-22 Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. 1 John chapter 4, 1-6 Dear friends, do you believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit? You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in the world. This is how we know if they have the Spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, That person has the Spirit of God. But if a person claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has a spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming into this world and indeed is already here. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Those people belong to this world. So they speak from the world's viewpoint and the world listens to them. But we belong to God and those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. 
The key element of these last verses is the placement of the Holy Ghost within a follower of Christ Jesus. Therefore, when seeking how to use our spiritual gifts given to us by the Holy Spirit, should we not ask for guidance from the source? The answer is obviously, yes, we should. However, millions do not do this. They look to their human counterparts for answers and direction. Many don't even read the Bible, taking the word of people. People they see as better than them to lead and guide them. And they wonder how any can be asleep, because they themselves are asleep. Matthew 25, 8-9 Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough oil for all of us. Go to the shop and buy some for yourself. The foolish maidens are those that ask others how to use their oil. But note how those that were wise responded. They told them they could not share theirs, but to go and buy more. The answer they were referring to was in reading the Bible and coming to know more about how our Savior Jesus Christ thinks and works. Then to allow the Holy Ghost, the oil and the lamps, to fill us with understanding and insight into how we are to use our spiritual gifts for the glory of Christ and His Father. This can only happen by coming to know the Word of God, not just by reading it, but by truly and deeply studying it, all the way to the meanings of the words within the Bible as they were written in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Once someone studies the Bible in this way, they can reach a true understanding of the Scriptures. Then and only then will they come to know the will of God and understand how to share their spiritual gifts. Thus, as I usually say, don't take my word for it, nor any other person's. Find the answer in the Bible for yourself. All must be tested against the word of God. The day I write this is the day that has been assigned our day to acknowledge the birth of our Savior Christ Jesus. Today, someone sent a long post denying the word of God himself because they are right in the sight of God through his Son. Their denial of God through Christ is denial that there will be a rapture marks them as scoffers of God. 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 3-5 through Most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, What happened to the promises that God is coming again. From before the time of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. They deliberately forget that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command, and he brought the earth out of the water and surrounded it with water. They are like those that outright deny God and say nothing has changed, forgetting that Jesus Christ himself described a rapture in his Olivet Discourse. Matthew 24, 
36 through 42. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen. Not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour in, at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. The Lord's return will come as a thief in the night. No one will know it is coming. However, we are told of climatic events that will devastate the globe in the book of tribulation. Neither are wrong, both are right. Yet Christ setting foot upon the Mount of Olives does not occur until after these calamities. This is not as a thief in the night. The flood was sudden and unexpected, and we are told that when he returns, people will be marrying and living life normally. You cannot live a normal life if the sun and the moon are darkened, which will cause all to fear. You see the contradictions? None who truly know the scriptures doubt there will be a rapture. They argue over when the rapture will occur. Many believe there will be a pre-rapture will take all that profess to being quote-unquote Christian will be removed. Yet, if they read Revelation, most that stand before God, those that are counted within the billions standing before the throne of God, died during the tribulation. They died before the Christ stood upon Mount Olive, splitting it in two. No, they died after he returned as a thief in the night. Those that are the lukewarm, repenting of their sins and for being left behind, while those that witnessed his sudden return and denied him before that occurred, now profess to all that would hear them that Christ did return as a thief in the night. The lukewarm and those that newly accepted are filled with the Holy Spirit, the living presence of God on earth. All that are filled with the Holy Ghost must die. For it is made clear that these uncountable, these billions, will die. They must die. For it is the Holy Spirit which holds back the revealing of the Antichrist. 2 Thessalonians 2, 7-8 For this lawlessness is already at work secretly, and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed. But the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. Revelation makes it clear that the Desecration of the third temple occurs at the midpoint of the tribulation, at the point where the 144,000 Jews are sealed, at the point when the billions stand before the throne of God. There will still be three and a half years in the time of the darkened sun, moon, and stars, all caused by the destruction of the city of Babylon in one day, 
as shown in chapter 18 of Revelation. That city being known as the United States of America to those that live today, destroyed by the eruption of the supervolcano Yellowstone, a tool of God, a tool with the power and ability to darken the sun, the moon, and the stars. To cause the billions, especially the lukewarm, to repent, there must be a sudden and unexpected event. This can only be accounted for by Christ returning as a thief in the night. Christ told us a parable about this, yet most don't understand. Matthew 25, 1-13 Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids, who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and all fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by a shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up, and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to the shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of, his, of my return. And another warning to keep watch. Why watch if it is not to be as a thief in the night? Any who deny the words of Christ deny him, and in so doing deny God, and thus make themselves the lukewarm and those counted amongst the foolish bridesmaids. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world. Remembers But all an empty world Can sell his empty dreams I got lost in the light But it was up to me To make a name The world remembers But Jesus is the only name To remember And I